<laughs> yeah. Now it's going down. Okay, Young Jock, we see you. What's up, y'all? It's uh, been a while, right? Um, It feels like this year is moving at crazy speed, and yet somehow Morgan still can't seem to keep her microphone in place four years later. But that's cool. Um, If you're new here, that's not new. Mo struggling with tech. But um, it's Doe and Mo, and you're tuning into a very special episode of the Rooted Life Podcast. Uh, We'll tell you what makes it so special in just a minute. But for now, you should know that here at The Rooted Life, we're all about helping folks thrive in their relationships with Jesus, themselves, and others, period. We do this through our podcast, our Instagram community, at Rooted Life Podcast, follow us, and the Version Bible app, um, and a ton of other things, some exciting things that we just found out about soon that we can't hey, wait to tell y'all yeah, about. Yeah. But uh, Mo, you want to tell the people what makes today so special? <clears throat> I sure do. And it's also just crazy that you'll be coming to me on my birthday month. I my mean, birthday month. I feel like that's the true epitome of love, though. I don't know. Yeah. I told somebody recently, I was like, for black people, Joni is our love language. It, period. That's how we express our love. It's if I roast you, works. I love you. Absolutely. Like, if I'm not making fun of you, then you I don't even know who you are. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, as we said, what makes this special, two reasons. Number one, it's our birthday season, y'all. Aries, Taurus, stand up, but don't hey, add us. It's a joke. We, please applause. don't. Send us a DM about horoscope. Don't talk to us. Please. It's so annoying. Um, But today we're going to be talking about everything that we learned in this last year. And number two, this episode is special because we're doing something a little different, which is we're going to wing it. We usually plan out our episodes, you know, but today we both created questions to ask the other. And the gag is we haven't seen the questions we'll be asked. (laughs) (laughs) So it's about to get real, real off the cuff, Mm -hmm. authentic, transparent, vulnerable, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. those words that we love. So Mm. uh, that's about right. Right. Yeah, that is correct. And I'm kind of wondering why we chose to go this route, but I'm also here for it. I I don't know. We agreed together. Sure. We agreed. And I'm still wondering why. Um, You'll see at the end. Let's just see at the end if you see why. How about that? Let's see what the Holy Spirit does. Mm -hmm. He always surprises me. So um, I'm excited to ask you these questions, though. Um, I really kind of took some time to think about them and Mm. and to try to think about, um, I don't know, just like not standard questions, just mm. something that would be different. So I'm oh, um, excited to see what you have up your sleeve. But before we get into that, you know, we got to do those glows and grows. And for this episode, maybe we switch it up and just kind of think about our glows and grows over the course of the last year, since we're about to head into a new birthday season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I will kick us off. Um, my grow is really just trusting the source over the resource. Wow, um, yeah, I just feel like the Lord is really humbling me in a lot of ways particularly like recently you already know but I'm about to be on a grand jury which if you don't know uh Mm -hmm. you can just get picked to be on a jury for six weeks from nine to five every day so whatever plans you thought you had unfortunately you should cancel them all so um yeah that's what my life's about to look like and I think, um, you know, I went through all the stages of grief yesterday because I was mad and I was in denial. I was like, nah, I ain't finna do this. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, no, but I kind of do. No, and then I was believe. sad because then I read that you can go to jail if you don't show up. So then I was like, okay. And then I just accepted it. Mm, and when I turned to the Lord on it, um, I felt like what he was reminding me is like, look, I put things in your path to force you to mm-hmm. face yourself, to force you to face your faith, really, mm-hmm. and to determine, um, do you really believe what you say you do? That's good. And if that's the case, 
then just trust me through this. And so that's what I'm doing. And I feel like um, the more I grow and learn, the more I tend to rely on myself and the more God reminds me that myself is not enough. So Mm. that's where we are. And uh, as far as my glows, I would say reading. Like, I mean, I feel like glowing as far as like, it's been a grow for years to read more. And finally, I'm just like, understanding that it wasn't about like reading itself, but it was just about finding the type of content that I Mm, want to read and what really excites me. Mm -hmm. And so from both a nonfiction and fiction standpoint, I have just found the top Mm. things that excite me. So really excited about that and just proud of myself for doing what I said I was going to do. Okay. Consistency. She keeps her word. Period. She has integrity. And does. Um, I'm going to say something different than what I had intended to say. So let's just see how it goes for growing. I think that I need to learn to ask for help earlier. Mm. I think I wait till I'm way past E to be like, oh, actually I'm struggling. Mm. Even the season I'm like, so right now I'm on a sabbatical from work and I'm like, I should have said something a long time ago. Like, Hey, I'm struggling. I'm on E and I'm trying to push through and I've fasted and I talked to my mentor and I'm in therapy. Like I've done all the things, but I, I don't know how to keep doing this. And Mm. I just realized like, oh, I should have communicated earlier that I was struggling to the people who actually could help me. So we talked about it like in our prayer group and we processed it, which is good. But it's like, I should have went to like the people I work with, like my boss and been like, Hey, beforehand. So I realized that I, I think I could grow. I'm okay with asking for help, but I think that when I'm really struggling, I need to do better of advocating for how people can support me when I'm struggling Mm. and to tell people earlier, not wait till I'm like at the very last leg or I don't yeah. know what's the word that's it on my last leg yeah I need to say something earlier mm, that's good that's, that's my growth I feel like this whole year even we've talked about that how I should have communicated to you I was struggling with my mental mm. health like way way earlier but I didn't know to but now I'm like okay I need to just be conscious and loop people in earlier that's good um I think my glow is my peace mm. I'm in a I feel like I'm about to go through kind of what you were saying about having all the emotions of feeling like God is calling me to transition out some area, transition out of some things and into some things. And I had so much anxiety like six months ago, like where are we going to live? What are we going to do? What kind of work? And I feel so much peace and I keep mm. waiting to freak out and I'm just not. And I'm like, that's Oh, good. that's called peace. Oh, that's called confidence and knowing that you're going to take care of me because I'm your baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's just really cool to, to see the, kind of what you said, the grieving of all, you know, you grieve and you're angry and you're denial and you're sad about changing and unexpected plans, but to look back and see his faithfulness, but also just be like, man, God, you did something really beautiful in my heart that, that you allow me to, um, see situations differently and to see your love more clearly, which enables me to have more peace as I walk through, you know, uncharted territory. So Hmm. the glow is my peace, but mainly him working in my heart to give me that peace. That is beautiful. He's faithful. Okay. Yeah. Well, like we shared earlier, it's our birthday season. I turned 32 earlier this month mm-hmm. and Doe turns 31 soon. And I just think that, I think we both agree, birthdays are just such a great time to pause, reflect, and consider how you've grown and changed for the better, hopefully. Mm. And I think it's kind of cool that when you kind of add it up, our B-days fall basically at the midpoint of the year. So I feel like it's an ideal time for all of us to kind of take some time to Take inventory, maybe check in if we had some goals for the year. I'm going to just pause and reflect. So we invite Mm. y'all into this reflection process. Maybe share these questions with somebody you're close to or just take some intentional journaling or quiet time to really just check in with how you're doing this year. Um, So we're going to take some time to ask each other some questions off the cuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to focus on three areas. One, developing a relationship with God. Two, dating and romance. And three, work. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm nervous my questions are 
you, it sounds like you put a lot of thought into it. I'm I like, mean, I it's, it's not did, like super deep. Like, no, I'm but I'm just saying I was proud of like, it wasn't just like, so how has your relationship with God developed over the last year? It's like, I've been uh, more thoughtful. <laughs> okay. no, I'm not worried about your questions. I'm like, did I put enough thought into my questions? Oh my goodness. I guess we'll find out. Maybe We're I can do a follow up question if I feel like my first question isn't. Okay, you're being dramatic. Anyway, let's get into the questions. So, on the topic of uh, developing your relationship with God, Mm. my question for you, uh, I would love for you, (laughs) I'd love for you to share um, three titles or character traits um, of who God's been to you in the last year and why. Ooh, Dorian, you about to make me cry on this podcast. What? Okay, say the question again. Okay, um, <laughs> share three titles or three character titles. traits um, of who God has been to you in the titles. last year and why. Character traits. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, first word, shepherd. Mm. Uh, somebody in our, um, we had a guest speaker preach at our church and he, he preached on Psalm 23 and just walked us line by line. He had it memorized by heart. Also had his whole sermon memorized by heart because he's been Ooh, teaching for that. 40 years. Older black man from Atlanta. Yeah. Just did the whole sermon from his heart. I love crazy. That. Um, and he talked up, he just went through, um, Psalm 23 line by line. And I just feel like that stuck with me that he really is a shepherd that he walks with you through it mm. and guides you through it. And then he leads you by still waters. I'm just like, that's crazy. And one of the best metaphors I felt like of that sermon, which I feel like, um, really embodies one of the best ways he's been a shepherd is, uh, the pastor talked about how he's a grandfather when his grandkids come to visit, um, it's chaos. They have crayons all over the walls. They running around. They have like summer camp for their, their grandkids to come. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, um, you know, him and his wife juggle. Okay. You feed them. I'll clean. Now you clean, you know, and he talks about, um, how when his, uh, grandkids crayon on the wall, he gets the magic eraser and he just comes behind them. Oh, I'm about to cry. He just comes behind them and cleans it up. And he's like, that's what mercy is. Like, mm. that's what a shepherd does. He doesn't just lead you but he comes behind you and he cleans up all your mess. Like it, why am I crying? I don't Stop. know. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I was not imagining this, but I but love just the that fact that you he are would not just it. lead us, but then come up behind me mm-hmm. and clean up all my mess. Like it wasn't even there. Mm. I'm like, dang, that's a good shepherd that you're not just even before me. You're not just with me, but you're coming mm-hmm. up behind me, cleaning up all of the wake of damage that I've done. Mm-hmm. So shepherd, because I just like, that don't even make sense. Yeah. Like it makes sense for you to be ahead of me. You guide me. It mm-hmm. makes sense for you to be with me, but to come up behind me yeah, that's and good. clean up mess that you didn't make that I made of my own life. It's just like, that don't really add up, but he be guiding. So whatever, uh, shepherd friend. Mm-hmm. I just love that. He would just, you know, I feel like this year he just really sat with me and, and just was with me, um, as a friend, as a confidant, just to talk and, process and bounce ideas and I'd be laughing at stuff he doing I'm like what you doing with your kids like you gonna fix this or like Mm. they're really a mess God your church you put us in charge of this like why Mm. why would you put us in charge of your church like we're humans we mess up all the time Mm -hmm. so friend okay shepherd friend uh let's see creator I feel like that's an obvious one but not just the fact that like he created everything but that he Put, is, put in us the ability to also be creative, to also mm. produce things, to also bring life to things and nurture things. And so I feel like in this last year, he's revealed to me all the ways he's made me creative, 
which helps me just see mm. how all the ways that he's creative, all the shades of green as, you know, things are blooming this spring and all the different shades of the sky every day, the blue, the blue sky looks differently. And it's just like, you're <laughs> so creative yeah. in ways that don't even matter in ways that most of us don't even notice on a daily basis. But I think it reflects his heart for creativity and the ways that he's made us all very creative. Mm. So shepherd, friend, creator. That's good, Mo. Makes my heart small. Truly. Dang. Truly, truly. Dang, truly. she had me crying on the first question. I'm like, dang. She's looking at me like she crying for the real. The Lord is doing his thing. Yeah, it's the mercy part that I just can't even yeah, understand. It's too good. It's too, too good. And yeah, um, yeah the piece about wow. Shepherd is is really good. I mean, yeah. I think the even just thinking about how a shepherd is not a shepherd if he doesn't stay with the sheep. Mm, and so I good. just think about how in his own kindness, Mm -hmm. not because in his sovereignty, he could do what he wants to do, do. Mm -hmm. but in his kindness, Mm -hmm. he slows down so we can catch up. Right. Or like he comes back because he's like, you not following (laughs) well. Like I'm, I just made a left and somehow you did two rights. And so just the fact that even as a shepherd, he, um, he moves at our pace to help us get acclimated to moving mm-hmm. at his. And I think that's, that's pretty cool too. And just but, sweet. Hey, he yeah. don't got to do that. He made the whole universe. Like mm. <laughs> you got to do that. It's real okay. good. Real good. Very good. Okay. My question for you is what is something you learned about God this year that you didn't know before? And how did he reveal that to you? Mm. So what is something you learned? Like what is something new you learned about God this year that you didn't know before this year? And how did he show that about like, how did he reveal that to you? Mm, something new that I learned mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like as much of a concept of his patience. I think mm. um, over the last year, I feel like 30 has been, I think I'm going <laughs> to have to call it my humbling year. Same. Um, I just have seen him have so much patience with me. Mm. I've seen him deal really kindly with me. Um, My devotion today literally said, it was like, when you feel distance between us, it's not me. And I was just like, (laughs) well, read me then. Wow. And I, it, it made me realize like he is so patient to sit here and be like, mm, she's turned away again, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna still sit right here mm-hmm. and I'm gonna still wait. Mm-hmm. And eventually she gonna realize that she can't do stuff in her own strength right, right. or she's gonna realize that she's not right all the time mm-hmm. or she's gonna realize that like she had an attitude, not the other person. And so I think um, just seeing how, mm-hmm. how like, slow he is with me he's slow tempered with me Mm -hmm. I feel like um in in contrast to how people are when they when other people don't operate the way someone wants them to we Mm -hmm. are so quick to have an emotional reaction of frustration disappointment discouragement whatever that thing is and we may or may not express it to the person but Mm -hmm. we're so quickly to feel something negative about someone else not showing up the way we want them to And I feel like I've seen God Mm -hmm. in the face of my disobedience, in the face of me turning away, in the face of my rebellion, Mm -hmm. just be patient and slow tempered, not catch an attitude with me real quick, (laughs) not decide he going to fold his arms and turn his back on me. But I have seen constant pursuit Mm -hmm. and constant love and, and like you said, mercy. And so I feel like I just I didn't understand that patience until Mm -hmm. I've spent like the last year just kind of like transitioning out of one church and trying to find a new place Mm -hmm. and trying to 
just kind of like walk out a new season of my life and understand how my faith aligns to that. Mm -hmm, How do I mm -hmm. parallel the two? Because I'm not the same Dorian from a year ago. Right. I'm in a relationship now and I'm at a different career level now. So um, I just feel like he has been so gracious to me and Mm -hmm. extremely patient. Um, And now I just I know more of who he is. Mm -hmm. And it's not um, the characteristics that sometimes I put on him of people. Um, But he is his own entity who treats us nothing like what we deserve Mm -hmm. and deserves the honor and respect us. So. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good. He's faithful. And even just the idea that he would even reveal himself to us. Mm. Like he, there's scripture that talks about like all creation is like basically pointing the finger towards the creator. Mm -hmm. He already gave us his word. He gave us his son. He's, Hmm. But he still every day chooses still. to show us more of who he is. Yeah. Even when we don't even want to know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. let me just show you who I really am. And yep. I just think that that just is another example of his kindness and the depth um, of his love for us that he would even as a creator and king of kings and like all those things still want us to know him. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. And to know us fully in all of our mess and still be like, I still want you to know me. I know how messed up you really are. And I still want to be in mm. communion with you. Still. Still. Wild. Which is crazy. Because like. Why? <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. So next question. This is about dating and Ooh, romance. Juicy. Okay. So my question is, if you could pick one dating experience to relive from the last year, what would it be and why? And then part two of that question, what would you change about that dating experience to make it even sweeter? Are we saying like a person, a particular date, like a moment? Just a dating experience. Like if you could relive something around your dating experience over the last year, what would it be and why? And what would you change about that experience to make it even sweeter? My best dating experience, and what would I change about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like in general, I would just be so nervous about the first date because I feel like I put so much pressure of like, okay, today I have to decide if we're going to get married and be together mm. forever. And I feel like I might have missed out on probably some joyous moments of some first dates that were really fun because I was so afraid of like, all this anxiety. What if he doesn't like me? Mm. If I don't like him. What if he's not cute? What in like all these what ifs? And I'm like, like the first date I had, the person I'm dating was so fun, but so much in the back of my head. I'm like, oh my God, does he think I'm weird? Was that not funny? Oh my God, I'm weird. like mm-hmm. all these, you know, the little inner critic I think was chirping so much that I probably could have enjoyed that first date even more if mm-hmm. I didn't have so much anxiety and wasn't second guessing myself so much. Mm. Um, but it was fun. We went to my favorite museum mm-hmm. and walked around and then got ramen. And then went to my rooftop and sat around and talked, listened to music. It was wonderful. Very it. simple. All my favorite things. Ramen, museum, music, honestly. Mm-hmm. Great things. I love uh, What would I do different? Differently? Uh, or if you could add like a little pizzazz on top of it. If what the would weather be had like been nice cherry? so we could have gone on Ooh, a nice walk. I perfect. love going on walks, especially yeah. when it's nice because there's like nice woods by my house. So if the weather had been nice and we yeah. could have like we probably could have walked to get ramen, but it was too cold. Mm-hmm. So we had to take an Uber. But if the weather had been nicer, we would have been able to spend more time outside and maybe walk around the garden, hmm. the sculpture garden in D.C. We would have just been able to hang out longer and more outside. But it was like 30 degrees. So. Yeah. And we're black, so <laughs> we can do it. Um, I love that. Okay. That's so sweet. And yeah. and just like, I love the simplicity of it. I yeah. think sometimes we 
um, overcomplicate what a good dating experience has to look mm-hmm. like, especially early on mm. um, before we really know the person and know who we want to show up as yeah. in the dating experience. Then we, I don't know, put so much pressure on ourselves for every little thing to be perfect. So right. it's cool that you can look back and reflect on that and be like, you know what? I don't really even have to be all of that. Mm-mm. And also like simplicity can win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, question for you, dating and romance. Okay. Um, we've talked about this, maybe. I can't remember if we talked about this or not, so we'll, I guess you'll tell me. Okay. What is one thing you wish you knew about yourself before getting into a serious relationship? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is one thing you wish you knew about yourself before getting in a serious relationship? Oof. Mm-hmm. One thing I wish I knew about myself? Mm-hmm. Maybe something positive and maybe something that's a growth area. That way we can give okay. you two options. Um, I wish I knew, like, as far as a growth area, mm-hmm. I wish I knew how sensitive I am to, mm. like, lack of physical touch mm. and how I sometimes will... I will match that to like something's wrong in mm, the relationship. So okay. it's, and it's not something that I would have experienced until you're with someone. Mm-hmm. And then like, sometimes there will just be times where I'm like, I just want to like have my hand mm-hmm. on him. And I'm like, well, why is his hand not on me? Is he feeling like, is he rejecting me right, right now? Is, or he shifts a little have, bit and you're like, yeah. are you moving away from me? Or he like, just moves his arm. Yeah. My arm hurts in that ankle. He moves his arm off of me. And I'm like, how come you don't want to hold me anymore while we watch TV? And I'm just like, oh my God, girl, what is wrong with you? Like get a grip. So I think I I just wish that I would have known that that Mm. would be a thing that would trigger feels very strong, but that I would, I would build a narrative around a lack of physical touch that Mm -hmm. the withdrawing of physical touch for some reason, maybe it is trigger, but does something in me that Mm -hmm. makes me start to analyze if something is wrong. Mm. Um, and I've really had to grow in the last year to just understand that it's not that deep, you know, that yeah, like every, good. it's not that deep. And also every single second of relationships is not romance. Mm. And I feel like you don't learn that until you're in one. I think many moments are romantic and special and beautiful, but many moments are just everyday playing. Mm-hmm. You on that side of the couch and I'm on this side, but it's actually like, we're still enjoying each other, Yeah. but we don't have to necessarily be in constant, like cuddle, cuddle, cuddle mode, mm-hmm. which is just funny to, you know, to learn and go through. Yeah. Um, Can I add something right there too? Yeah. I think as you get older, maybe your definition of romance changes, changes oh, too. For sure. You know? Cause I'm it's sure. like, maybe when I was 20 romance, it's like, he buys me flowers mm-hmm. and we go on special but sometimes it's like being able to do nothing with somebody you care about and have the best time like mm-hmm. sometimes the mundane things can feel romantic because it's like it's the simplest thing but for some reason doing this with you yeah makes it feel like the best thing and i'm like, like that's actually really romantic in the world. how is that that's so true okay. it's so true um i'm going. trying to think of another thing that is like hmm. i didn't know about myself um you know what hmm. I didn't know about myself that I love that I have discovered is that I am a true romantic. Like mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I am a wine and dine <laughs> kind of girl to the people that I love. You are, yes. And I guess I did know that through mm-hmm. our relationship, mm-hmm. but I think because of like 
gender stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would be that way in a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm the one that's like, okay, let me plan this all out. And mm-hmm. let me make sure there's like a little note here and this like, mm-hmm. and I just, I love that I get to love on someone else in that way in a mm-hmm. relationship that it's not kind of like, doesn't fit in the, the typical kind of boxes. Like I will get Jared flowers and like, surprisingly he will be like you know it's kind of nice to have those flowers on the countertop (laughs) like it's not like a huge thing but it is like a thing that it's like this actually did brighten up my Mm -hmm, space mm -hmm. you know and so little things like that I just really enjoy doing so I'm glad I discovered that in our relationship that's exactly what I was gonna say about you I was gonna give you a moment to figure it out (laughs) but in the moment I was like okay let me just tell you (gasps) what I don't think you knew about yourself I'm such a romantic because I think when you have friends you know you can be like oh they because I'm on the receiving end of you doing it all the time, I know how good it feels. And I'm just like, mm. I know how good it feels for him because yeah. I know how it feels when someone's like put thought into like showing you that they love you so yeah. consistently. And so just, I don't know another word other than thoughtful. And I just love that someone else gets to experience that too. Aww, but I that's literally, sweet. that's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, I need her to say that because it's just, <laughs> it took me a while to get back. Forgot about that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's I'll sweet. say. That's sweet. Um, okay. okay. I think Are we I'm, going to work? Or yeah. is it me, you? What are I'm going to go first this time. Because okay. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, you're going to answer first this time. Because I think I've answered first the other two times or no? No, I've been asking you. So now it's time for you to speak. Okay, I've yeah. just been speaking. Yeah, yeah, that sounds um, right. So work, here we go. Mm. <laughs> mm. My question for you is, mm. if you had to pinpoint one moment at work in the last year that will forever define and shape who you are. Oh, forever. What will that moment be and why? Forever. Yeah. What what would you identify within the last year is a defining moment from your work experience or professional career? Hmm. Defining moment. Defining moment. <laughs> uh I don't I don't know. Maybe the end of Love DC last year. So we have like a big serve week and we have like 25 partners, 35 projects, 350 volunteers, 50 mm-hmm. leaders. It's a, it's a, it's a lot to plan, but I think maybe when I went home that Saturday and driving home, I felt, uh, more clear than I ever have of the gifts that God has given me. Mm. I felt more, I felt a lot of clarity and I felt a lot of, um, I felt very proud. I'm like, God has enabled me through my hardware for six months to do something that's going to impact thousands of children and families. Mm. 25 organizations, many are led by black women. Many are in Ward 7, Ward 8, where there's a lot of need. And to think that like my labor, my mentor always says that, just reminding you that like your faithfulness and your labor will not go in vain. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like in that moment, I felt very clear about how God has gifted me and, um, in the way that he skilled me to not just be someone who can ideate and come up with ideas, but execute things with excellence, with a lot of thought and intention yeah. and with a lot of love that can really help people um, in ways that are really long term. So maybe just that drive home was like, oh, we did it. <laughs> it's done. Mm-hmm. But it was good work. And I could feel really proud of myself for that. So maybe that moment. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. a really great moment. And I do think that that is defining in that it reveals more about yourself and God mm-hmm. like which yeah. is the defining moments are when you can kind of like join the yeah, two it's like oh yeah. now I know more about you and more about me mm-hmm. so I can show up better in the world and I know how to operate better in my relationship with you so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that's a good one I didn't even think about that okay I'm kind of sad it's over I'm like I want to make so up good. more questions oh, oh it's been what 
Okay. Oh, that's interesting because some people were unsure at the beginning. And I now look how the tables have turned. Just wondering why we chose it, but now but I now see because see. we're good at this. Okay. okay, cool, good. Last question for you: mm-hmm. What is something you learned in your work setting that you have applied in your personal life? Oh my god, mm-hmm. my work setting. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, it's really the other way around. So let me think on that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, I will say that. I work at a place that is a very high performing organization. Mm. Um, And specifically I work under some really great leaders. Like Mm. they have very specific um, ways of leading and Mm -hmm. different tools and strategies and practices. Um, But I think the thing that I have taken away from the folks that lead me is that they are just so clear about Mm. what they expect of me Mm -hmm. and how they will support me in order Mm. to deliver what they expect of me. Mm. And I feel like I've taken that into my personal life. And I think within the last year, I've had to have like a lot of challenging conversations, Mm. both in my relationship with you, Mm -hmm. with other relationships and friendships. And so Mm -hmm. even with my family, and I feel like I have really just taken that to heart of like, okay, Mm. how do I share with people? Like, this is this is what I want this relationship to look like. Like mm-hmm. these are my expectations. Right. And this is how I'm willing to show up to be able to support you in meeting my own needs. Right. And it can seem so transactional if you think about it in that way. But I think mm-hmm. like the clarity is actually what helps the relationship yep. succeed. Like everybody understands where they are and everybody understands their role in the mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think it, helps at work whenever we're working on different projects if everybody knows their role then Mm -hmm. we're all coming to the table 100% ready to accomplish the goal yeah and the same thing in relationships like I've realized like sometimes with Jared it's like oh you needed me to be like encouraging in that moment Mm -hmm. and all I did was listen and so Mm -hmm. you you walked away from that moment not feeling like you got what you needed Mm -hmm. you know so now I understand that my role in moments like this is Mm -hmm. to not just listen but you also want to be like held up a little bit Mm -hmm. so I think just it really allows relationships to just kind of flourish and move a little mm. bit more smoothly. And I'm grateful for being able to kind of see this in a workplace and then be able to kind of branch yeah. that into, because the relationships I build at work are not really any different than the ones that True. I sustain outside of work. True. Um, I just never really considered the like, okay, here's the project plan of like, this is your role. This is mm-hmm. what you do. And I don't have to build those out for relationships, right. but I do always appreciate the clarity. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's helpful to always have something to refer back to. And yeah. in relationships, I think it's like, oh, remember that conversation we had about this thing? Mm-hmm. This is where I learned more about what you need and vice versa. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. great. Uh-huh. Well, I guess we're at the end. I guess Dang. we can wrap it up. Um this yeah. is one of my favorite. I mean, we said this every time, but this was this was a good one. Mm-hmm. This top five for me, so easy. Um, and it's cool just to have a space to process our individual growth publicly, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd. But um, <laughs> also how we can look and see how the other person has grown. And so I just want to say that it's been um, really beautiful to watch you grow and flourish this year. Aww. And I'm really grateful for the many, many, many ways you've contributed to my growth and all these answers that I share. So much of that has been your um your love and faithfulness to me. So, so, so I'll put that out there too. My favorite thing you said today was just about God being patient with us. Just the visual of him like waiting, like mm-hmm. patiently, like not upset. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, not having an emotional response to our rebellion or mm-hmm. disregard, but just patiently being there mm-hmm. um, in the in the way that we need him every single time. Yeah. yeah. That was really sweet to me. 
Yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing that you said was actually sharing about like not overanalyzing. Mm. I think what what I took from it was this idea of releasing control mm. that like the more yeah. we try to control every mm. little thing about our lives, the more internal tension we begin to feel mm-hmm. because we feel it slipping from us when right. we never really had it to begin with. Right. And so I think you just sharing that reflection around um, just not putting so much pressure on ourselves to yeah. one, have it all figured out and two, for everything to be perfect right. all the time um, yeah. really resonated with me. So okay. Yeah, man. You know, I really did love this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, truly. Mm-hmm. So thank you for pushing us to do this again. Yeah. Um, it's really a blessing to look back and to just see how God has used some tough moments in our yeah. lives to teach and develop and show his love for us. But real quick before we go, we want y'all to know that we've got season seven in oh, the works yeah. and it's dropping for y'all on May 24th. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. We're really excited about bringing you this next season. And uh, yeah, more to come. Yeah, I was like, where are you going? <laughs> uh, and be sure to follow us on IG at Read Alive Podcast for updates, funny reels. And while you're listening to this episode, share it with a friend or uh, post it to your stories and tag us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, rate us five stars and leave us a brief review. Please. Yes, please. And speaking of reviews, we want to shout out to CLR Jr. this week who said they're grateful for our honesty and they be sharing it with their son and daughter. So Aww. thank you for that love. We'll see y'all next time. We love y'all. Stay rooted.